Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Well, Gap Band. Hump Day Wednesday. I used to love the Gap Band, man. 803 in the AM Baltimore's Big Bad Morning Show on the fan. I saw him in concert by himself, Charlie Wilson. Did you? He opened up for Janet Jackson. A bad man. Bad man. A lot of good music from Charlie. Oh, yeah. No doubt. So we're going to do our top five hitters right now. Right now. Now, Jeremy, we'll go from five to one. You do your five. I do my five. We'll go back and forth and we get to number one. How's that? Sounds good. All right. Who's number five for you? Aaron Judge. Aaron Judge. Number five. I, I have no problem where you have him on this list, but I think he needs to be on it simply because of the power numbers. Um you look at the injuries last year, and he said he's still going to be dealing with that toe uh-huh. for quite a while, maybe for the rest of his career. But I think he has to be on the list, so I put him at five. Uh, I got on the list a guy who's to, who led the league in doubles a couple of times. He has an OPS career, OPS of 873. <clears throat> Number five for me is Corey Seager. Wanted to put him on my list. He didn't make my list. I think he's one of the best pure hitters in all of baseball. Mm-hmm. Um but, I mean, when when we're sitting here nitpicking and you'll see the guys on my list, it's like, who are you taking off? Real quick, I don't have Judge on mine, but go ahead. Yeah, Who's your number four? Number four, I'm going with a guy that I think, I don't think will be on your list. Maybe I'm wrong, but Fernando Tatis. One of the best pure hitters in baseball went healthy. The suspension last year, how, like, how do you leave him off your list when he's this freaking good? But I get it. I don't have him on mine, but I do have Jordan Alvarez as number four on my list. Career OPS of 978, career batting average of 295, his uh, career on base percentage 390, and oh, by the way, 33, 37, 31 home runs uh, in the last three years, at least uh, the lower RBI in has been 97. The guy's tremendous. He's my number four. Who's I wonder number how many different ones we're going to have. I think we're both going to have similar top twos, but we'll see. We have so many great hitters. Um, my number three is Mookie Betts. Freddie Freeman's my favorite hitter on that team. But Mookie Betts, all-around player, just does a little bit of everything. From the look at Rob's face, I'm assuming Mookie Betts is not on his list. Uh, Mookie Betts is not only on my list, but he's number three on my list. Again, 900 OPS career-wise, 373 on base percentage. Here's this guy, 32, 29, dropped down to 16 home runs, but that was the pandemic season. 23, 35, last year 39 home runs, 170 RBI, 40 doubles. Mookie Betts is the man. Who's your number two? My number two could easily be number one. He's the most fun player to watch in all of baseball. It's Ronald Acuna Jr. I, I don't know that there's a single player that I would want to watch play more than this cat. Um, power, speed, average, everything. Uh, won the um, MVP in the National League last year. <laughs> My number two is Freddie Freeman. Um, the guy just does it all, man. He's just – listen to this double total, Jeremy. 
This is double total. Since, 19, since uh, 2018. 40, 34. Son of a gun hit 23 doubles in 2020. The, the pandemic season. Mm-hmm. 25. Uh, 47 last year. 59 doubles. 102 RBI. Absolute, absolute stud. Why he's won only one MVP is is beyond me. Maybe because guys like who you just named, Ronald Cunha Jr. Who's your number one? Uh, number one, and it's hard to get away from uh, Shohei Otani. Uh, you know, when you look at pure hitting uh, from a lefty standpoint, power, average, and if he was just a hitter, I think he would be just special. But I got Otani at number one. Uh, just off of my list, it was Otani. Uh, my, number, my number one guy is the guy that you just named, Ronald Cunha Jr. Yeah. He's my number one guy. Uh, Ronald Cunha Jr. is absolutely, positively sick. He's sick, folks. His OPS last year, 1.021. You know what's great about this is that you and I have three different players in our top five. We have a different mm-hmm. number one. And I can't tell you my list is right and yours is wrong. Well, because they're, they're, <laughs> I know this sounds crazy and, and it sounds completely incorrect. There are about 12 guys that could be in the top five. Yeah. And, and Acuna Jr. is you talk about you talk about a guy who forty one home runs, one hundred six RBI last year, led the league in plate appearances, led the league in at bats, led the league in runs scored, led the league in hits. He led the league in hits twice. Uh, a run scored twice in his career. He is just an absolute sick man. And just off my list, uh, Otane, Julio Rodriguez, and Luis Arise. Those three just. They're close, but not quite. Yeah, the Arise thing, too. Just pure hitter, singles hitter, usually. I mean, you'll get some extra stuff in there, but he's fun as well. Just off my list, J-Rod, um, Julio Rodriguez, Kyle Tucker, who I just think the I world love of. I love him. Um, Juan Soto was another one. And I know he's a rookie. Neither one of us had Mike Trout on, but the closest thing to Mike Trout is Corbin Carroll. Uh. Um, neither I had Mike Trout, and I scratched him out, and then eventually went with this list. Uh, but I was... I probably scratched this list out three or four times as I was like jostling for position. And how about the rest of the Braves? Matt Olson, Austin Riley, yeah, Matt Olson, uh, the was Albies. Close. Uh, you know, there's uh, we didn't put Bryce Harper in there. Um, Jose Ramirez. I mean, there's Rafael Devers, Vlad Guerrero. There, there's a lot of really good hitters that year in and year out could be in the top five. Speaking of Bryce Harper, let's go back to Rob Manfred. Mm-hmm. When Rob Manfred called out um, uh, Mike Trout. You think Bryce Harper is the player, the person? That Rob Manfred wished Bryce Harper was, so, uh, um, um, uh, Mike, Mike Trout. Trout was. You couldn't have said it better. Exactly. That's what you want. I mean, you don't have to be like he's had some issues where he's looked like an a hole, right? Where Bryce Harper. That's he's a clown. grown up though. That's a clown question, bro. But it, I was there. It was a clown question. I, again, <laughs> it's it's like who's there? People forget the Allen Iverson. We're talking about practice. His his best friend had just died. People don't like the yeah. What's he up there screaming about? He missed practice because his best friend died, and all these things that were going on. He goes, "We're here. We're not talking about a game." Like, when you look at it, it's how you present it. And and I agree with what you're saying. Like, it's how you present those things to make a player look. Um, and you can look bad in those situations. I, I just believe Manfred is looking at Bryce Harper saying, man, if Mike Trout was that guy, he'd be the most marketable athlete in the world. <laughs> Isn't it a shame that you have a player like Mike Trout and we just don't get to see him in the postseason enough? Yeah. Like, it was, it's what we said about Barry Bonds for the longest period of time. And that's another advantage that Bryce Harper has on him. I will post these on social media. I get Jeremy's. I get mine. We'll post it on social media. Antonio and Rosedale has an Oreo question. What's up, Antonio? Good morning. Morning to you, sir. How you guys doing? Doing Good. well. How are you? Good. With Bradish and Mainzel, who will likely start the season 
as the Orioles' fourth and fifth daughter. And you guys have a wonderful hump day. You have a wonderful day too, my man. Uh, Jeremy, you want to take a swing at that one? <sighs> yeah, I mean, you know, when I'm, uh, you start looking at the, the birds here and um, which guys we fully expect that are going to just show out this year, um, you know, I, I look at I, the young players are easy to look at, right? They're, they're the guys that you're going to sit here and want to see more and more of um, as you watch them on a day-to-day basis. Like watching Gunnar Henderson, watching Adley Rutschman. People forget, Adley Rutschman's 26. And then when some of these other young players come up, um, you know, just thinking about the season, I saw somebody pose the question, is Corbin Burns definitely your opening day starter now? That, Or did you think he was going to be it regardless? Corbin Burns is. Yeah. Yeah, that's what I – I mean, I thought he was going to be regardless. Bradish had a nice season last year, but it's kind of how you, you want to showcase that guy as much as you can. Yeah. 410-583-1057, that's the number. Baltimore's Big Bad Morning Show on the fan. It's been in the media a lot often injured athletes. Aaron Judge says his toe will require constant maintenance. We're going to talk about that. We talked about Aaron Judge. We talked about Mike Trout. And that's been a topic of discussion a lot in sports. What's trending? Some of the superstars, man, that just missed. Can't stay healthy. Up next on The Fan. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. What's trending is social media. It is trending often now, Jeremy, because of what happened in the NBA All-Star Game. And you hear guys talk about not wanting to get injured. Anthony Davis Mm -hmm. being one of them. And it's funny that Anthony Davis is the one saying that. Why? Because he's always hurt. He's always hurt. Another guy who's a, a, to be a, a superstar, uh, you had him on your list for top hitters in the game, uh, and that's Aaron Judge. Aaron last year played 106 games. He played 157 a year before that, that and 148 before that. But before then, man, you're talking about missing a lot of time. He played 28 in the, in the pandemic shortened season, 102 before then, 112 before then. He's missed a lot of games throughout his career. And now the news is – what is uh, Big Toe, is going to be, I think, a constant maintenance, I think, uh, the rest of my career. Uh, anything with injuries like that, you just got to stay on top of it. It doesn't flare up again. He's going to have big problems with this. We talked about Mike Trout having issues. Shohei mm-hmm. Tane, once again, with an arm issue, he's fortunate because he's not just a pitcher. 
What do you do with athletes like this? It's hard, man. Um, uh, hurt players stay hurt, right? Like that's, and I, and I've always said this because I eventually became one of those guys that was always hurt and you know playing through stuff. And I know yeah, I'm, when I'm, you were old athlete, yeah. But like it, it's it's hard to cr- criticize a player because it's not nobody's going out trying to get hurt. The body breaks down, and now with bigger, stronger, faster, I think we're going to see it more and more in athletes. But um, you know, I thought DK Metcalf was going to be one of those guys coming to the league that was always going to be hurt. You know what? He's not. He's not. I, and I so. agree with you. I, I just he's so um, so muscular. So I mean, he's just musculature. Yes, yeah. you just thought for, that it was going to be an issue with him. He did, and it's not. It hasn't been yet. So. Um, but yeah, you the Aaron Judge thing is interesting because he uh, there were a lot of people that thought he was going to sue the Dodgers because remember that happened out in L.A. as he crashed into the wall, and um, now he says he's going to have to deal with this for the rest of his career and just maintenance on it. Like we saw, um, what was it Dion had to have toes removed right because of his his injury, and he said he's still he's one of the things he gets every single day is a foot massage. Got to have that I think a couple times a day on that foot from the surgery. Yeah, um, I just. I, you don't. They're so great. You got a guy out there who's often injured. Like you go with Shohei. Mm-hmm. He signed this huge contract. Shohei Tony is a guy who makes all that money because he's a pitcher and a hitter. Am I right? Yep. He's gonna have Tommy John surgery again. He can't pitch this year, but he still signs for all the money. You take the risk. You take the gamble. If if Anthony Davis is out there, he's gonna get big money. If if. Someone thought they could trade for Mike Trout despite all the injuries. They're going to trade for him. They have so much. You know, Aaron Judge is another guy. They have so much talent, so much talent, but yet stay in the tub. Would it surprise you, though, if he was able to pitch in the postseason this year? That wouldn't surprise me. I don't I, expect it. I don't expect it either, but it wouldn't shock me just because of, you know, we're looking at how how much quicker these guys are healing up nowadays and getting back to playing from ACLs. Tommy John, whatever it may be. Um, but, yeah, like with, with Shohei paying him all that money, it's one of the reasons why I said I didn't want to invest that type of money in him because what makes him valuable is that he plays two positions. What scares me is that he plays two positions. It's two two separate ways to get worn down really quick or have an injury at one of the other spots. And, and maybe you say, hey, are, are you playing scared? But we've never seen anybody do this for as long as he has. Like to pitch every fifth day, sixth day, whatever they're doing with him, and on those days off, the other pitchers get the rest. He's out there swinging a bat and chasing down fly balls. So uh, I, I think that's going to continue for him, some of the injury stuff that we've already seen. Yeah, we shall see moving forward. NFL, I, I'm sitting here struggling, Jeremy and Joe. Any guy like that in the NFL? Who's it, that NFL guy? That always gets hurt? Yeah. Um, that, well, it's hard because you're thinking about that talented. I'm just trying to think of the guys that got hurt this year. I mean, J.J. Watt was one of those guys that it felt like he got hurt every year, right? Yeah, he was. So like, he was. Uh, he, and, you know, he gets traded to Arizona, and then they're actually having a good season, and he gets hurt, and it's, is he going to play through this injury? Um, trying to think if there's anybody else that really stands out. I mean, we got some wide receivers that are always questionable. Julio Jones at the end of his career was always hurt. But at the end, though. Yeah. I mean, you, you, your most productive years, you were healthy. When you're injured at the end, I don't count that. I mean, J.K. Dobbins is in at the level yeah. of some of the other guys. Yeah, you can count him. Yeah. He's always stays uh, injured. 410-583-1057 is the number. Baltimore's Big Bad Morning Show on Fan. Also trending a couple of national days. National Grain-Free Day. That's become every day for me. And a national Sticky Bun Day. I got sticky buns. No, I mean like the ones you eat. Oh, never mind. Like the ones you buy at I got the you. mall. Yes, yeah. a yeah. sticky bun.
Oh, by the way, Jeremy, there's uh, the guy, and I'm going to give you my reason. Uh, Chris Flosser says, Tony has to be on the list, Rob. No, he doesn't for me. And I'm going to tell you why. Let me give you my reason about pushback for Tony. And you can kill that, Joe, if you want. Um, this yeah. is a list of great, uh, best hitters in the game right now. Okay? All right. If we had a list of best power hitters in the game right now, Tony would be probably number one or two, depending on he and Judge. If you notice, Judge or Tony are not on my list. And here's my consent. And they're on both of mine because I took into consideration power. You talked about having Luis Arise on your list right. as the best pure hitter, which you can't. It's hard to argue. And, and I'm consistent with this. I'm consistent with my, my reason for this. I think doubles are a tremendous part of the game, mm-hmm. being a great hitter. Aaron Judge has never had 30 doubles. And Shohei Otoni's career high thirty, because he hits them too far. That's but that I think <laughs> I think they're the best two of the best power hitters in the game. Mm-hmm. Neither one of those guys. So I'm consistent with what I believe is a great pure hitter. I don't think those guys. Are, I think they're great power hitters. They are. And they hit the ball. It goes a, a far a long way. I just don't consider them to be a hitter like a Freddie Freeman. Uh, a guy who hits a tremendous amount of doubles. Ronald Kelly Jr. finally passed over 35, 30 doubles this year. I just don't put those guys in that category. If if not for 2023, well, Ronald Kelly Jr. answered some questions of mine, I don't think I would have put him in that category. Mm-hmm. He finally he finally climbed to that level for me in 2023. Well, and that's you had said something where somebody was like, oh, I agree with Jeremy's list. and now you're, it, It's not about whose list is – we're not saying who's right, who's wrong here. It's subjective. It's like, what do you look at when right. you look for? Like when I'm doing my, I could have put in six other guys in my top five and taken these guys out and give you a reason why. Like if I'd have left Judge, or I might be one of the few that I think Fernando Tatis is unbelievably right. special. So I put him on my list, even though he didn't have a great year last year. Because why? He was suspended most of the year. So um, yeah, like when I'm looking at the list and you start. Comparing these guys, it, it is subjective to whether or not you want the best pure hitter. You want to add power in there. Think about this for a second. Tatis Jr. in 2021 played 130 games. 130. That dude had 42 home runs, led the league, and 31 doubles. It's one of the best seasons I've ever seen. Last year, he played 141 games, and he still managed to have 33 doubles. So I'm, I'm hearing what you in, – in my opinion – Doubles are a huge part of being a great hitter. Extra base hits, not just home runs, extra base hits. Not triples, because triples, you got to throw speed in the fact. Not not too many slow guys hit a lot of triples. But doubles and home runs are a huge part of being an all-around hitter for me. Talking about a guy who's never had 30 and a guy who had 30 even once in his career. Sorry, that's going on my list. Power hitters, we can talk. Pure hitters, we can't. We had reacts, more reaction to Zay Flowers' investigation at 845. But on the other side, Jerry Bimbry joins us to talk some NBA. See what he thinks about that All-Star game right here on The Fan. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. 
baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up, and your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. 8.31 in the a.m. Baltimore's Big Bad Morning Show on the fan. Rob Long, Jeremy Kahn. Ed Norris on vacation this week. He will be back next week. Jeremy, have you heard anything more about this whole NBA situation? The All-Star game? People have been talking about it. Has there been a buzz? Yeah, there's been a lot of talk about it. Um, <clears throat> and what to do? Do you need to fix it? Does it change? Does it need to go away? Can I it be fixed? Um, can it be fixed? Can, I think it can be better. I don't think it can be fixed. <clears throat> I don't think you're ever going to get it to be like a real game. No. No. I liked it when it was an exhibition for three in the fourth quarter. They played defense, tried to win, and I'm I'm kind of fine I'm right with that. that. Like it's that's what this is what makes the Pro Bowl stink is that you you don't get to play defense, you don't get to hit, you don't get to tackle. So guys show up and they you know I don't want to be a part of it. Joining us right now from the undefeated, he is Jerry Bimbry. What's going on, Jerry? What's up, Rob? Jeremy, how you guys doing, man? Excuse Dope. my voice, man. I'm fighting the cold up here. You know what it was? He we was screaming are. for Mac McClung to win his second uh, slam dunk championship. That's, so. what, he, that's what he had on FanDuel. Yeah. yeah. So, yeah. Now, <laughs> now, Jerry, we were talking yesterday about the All-Star game. Wanted to bring you in on it. 397 points scored. I thought it was embarrassing. Uh, as I was watching it, I was almost watching it face-palmed. And, and to be honest with you, NBA Commissioner Adam Silver looked to be embarrassed also at the trophy presentation. Yeah, he seemed to be embarrassed. And I'm going to be honest with you. I don't. I think the show has been unwatchable for years, and I didn't even watch it. I, um, you know, I, I tried watching it a few years back, and I, I think I can't even remember the last one I went to, but it was unwatchable then. So uh, it's been well more than a decade since these guys have just given up. And it's sad because I, I remember the, uh, the 2001 NBA All-Star game in D.C. where it was a duel between Kobe against uh, Allen Iverson and Stephon Marbury, and it went down to the wire, and it was a one-point game, and there was so much excitement in the building. And ESPN posted a clip of that game a couple of days ago, and you saw the intense defense that they played. And those guys had pride back then, and these guys don't care right now. And – uh, I don't know how it helps the game. I, I guess you, you get big numbers from the TV standpoint, but um, it's a sad sign for basketball when an all-star game is just uh, a poor exhibition like that. Yeah, it sounded like Adam Silver was really upset uh, giving out the award afterwards. Yeah. Um, now, people have talked about like a one-on-one tournament. Do you think there's anything they can add to this or do to this to, to make it better for, for viewing purposes? I don't know what it is. Um, you know, is it a money incentive? Well, I don't, I don't know if it's money, uh, and it's, it's it's funny because I watched part of the uh, the All Star Celebrity Game on Friday, and you got NBA. There was you know Michael Parsons out there. This guy probably has more on the line because an NFL player gets hurt, and you know he jeopardizes everything. There are no real guarantees in NFL, and but he he's out there playing hard, right? And you know he's trying to win the MVP in that game, and and he played with intensity and. Uh, these NBA guys, I don't even think it's a money thing. They make so much money. So um, I don't know what you can do to fix it. A one-on-one tournament is not going to get it for me. Um, I guess if 
they continue to sell out arenas during their all-star weekend and put that out there, you know, they'll, they'll get their TV ratings. But um, from a fan perspective, I think that the NBA all-star game is actually a reflection of what's going on in the regular season with some of these games in the 150s that you see right now, uh, where there's very little defense and, you know, I'm, I'm from an era or I, I, I admire an era of the old New York Knicks where, you know, they laid wood to you, man, if you came down a lane and, and continuously and tried to score a lot. And you got knocked down, and you don't get knocked down anymore. Everybody loves each other uh, in today's <laughs> NBA, and yep. uh, I think that takes away from the overall product. Yeah, here with uh, Jerry Bimmer from the Undefeated, I call it LeBron James era is the friendship era of the National yeah. Basketball Association. I want to stick with this for a while because you got your finger po- uh, on the pulse of the NBA. To me, and I said this to Jeremy yesterday, the NBA, out of all the major sports leagues, seems to be the most arrogant, tone-deaf one of them all. The more you say what needs to be done for the fans, it seems the more they ignore you and the more they push back. It seems not only are they not hearing what what people are asking for, they're refusing to do it and they go the opposite way. And I mean from the player standpoint, not from Adam Silver. Yeah, you know, a couple years ago, I think we heard players say, you know, we got to get this more competitive. We got to make it happen. Um, They can do it, right? They can all get together and say, let's just go out there and bust our ass out there and give these fans what they want. Um, You know, all your money is guaranteed. If you you break a leg in this all-star game, your money is good for the duration of your contract. So let's go out there and give them a show. But, again, like I said, in the regular season, you guys, you got guys taking 10 days off, 15 games off, um, you know, the load management days. And um, they're not giving the, the, the fans a show during a regular season. So why are they going to give them a show um, during an all-star game? And you almost have to do what the slam dunk contest did, which yeah. was Dead a couple of years ago, and so Matt McClung came and added a little excitement. But you got a guy who wasn't even an NBA who came and saved that thing in recent years. <laughs> to call right? him up so, in the G League. Uh, yeah, maybe you get some international players to come in and play the NBA. All I don't know. I, I just think it's broke. I don't think it could be fixed. Um, and yeah, I just think that it, that's the way it is. It, it can't be fixed. Hey, think- Jeremy, how would you feel about that if they had the Americans versus the internationals for the All Star game? How would I feel? Well, yeah. I, the internationals would start off with all the MVPs, so they'd be loaded. Would there be any? Would there be any American white dudes on the All Star team? Hey, shut up, Rob. You don't know. We just had a white dude win the dunk contest. What you got to say about that? Twice, <laughs> twice, <laughs> twice. What did Charles Barkley say once? The world's messed up. The best golfer in the world's black, and the best rapper's white. <laughs> Going back to Eminem and Tiger Woods. But I, I want to ask you about the second half of the season um, and this Doc Rivers stuff, which I find interesting because JJ Reddick called him out. And then a kid named Austin Rivers, I don't know if they're related, uh, defended Doc. Um, but what do you make of this? Because he said, yeah, it can't be Doc's fault ever. He comes in, it's really tough to take over a team that has the best record in the middle of the season. Um, what are your thoughts on Doc? There is not a single person in NBA history who has written one moment, one NBA title more than Doc Rivers. <laughs> he won that title with Boston, and he's rode that wave. I mean, he has failed up. Uh, it's amazing, and I, I like Doc. Doc's a great guy, um, but he's not. He's in big moments as an NBA coach, he has not come through. And I don't know what the Milwaukee Bucks were seeking when they hired him. I don't know what they were thinking when they hired Agent Griffin. I didn't think he was a good fit, um, but for whatever reason, they brought him on. Um, this is a Milwaukee team that's a, a few years removed from an NBA title, and 
uh, they are going nowhere fast. I don't think Doc's the right fit. I mean, he's he's got a, a talented team that that is good enough to win a championship, but I don't think he's the guy that's going to lead them away. It's going to be up to the players to win that title in Milwaukee, not the coach, because Doc Rivers has proved, proven in big game situations that 99% of the time he's not going to get you there. I'm floored that they even hired him. Jerry, Jerry Bimbry, undefeated. Jerry, can you tell us what you're working on, or is it top secret? Uh, I got a couple of projects I really can't mention right now, but I got something on youth sports and and, and parents' role in youth sports. So, uh, which is a very interesting story. So I'll let you guys know when that drops. See, All you got to do is have draw a picture, create lanes, have players and coaches in one lane, have parents in the other. End of story. I thought. Yeah, <laughs> Rob liked yeah, my idea yeah. earlier today, Jerry. You could write a book on Dion Waiters, and and the title of the book is "I Want to Be as Good at Something as Dion Waiters Thinks He Is at Basketball." That's how I live my life. So, yeah, any of that would apply. <laughs> it sounds good. Some ideas there, you know. But uh, in researching the story, has been really interesting. Oh, sure. uh, you know, I've, I've talked to some some coaches who have gone through some things with some parents, and it's just. It's out of control, and I just saw a recent Matt Barnes clip where he put his hands on a, a high school announcer yeah. in California, uh, which was really interesting. So, uh, yeah, I'll let you know, guys know when it starts dropping. He's about that life. Hey. Yeah. <laughs> hey, thanks a lot, my friend, and have a good one. All right, guys, take care. Bye. I got to be honest. I, I'm, I've been I've been lucky throughout my coaching career. I haven't had those parents. I've been lucky, man. I have parents whose kids kids I coached close to a decade ago that I'm still friends with. I had still an, comes to the games. I had an assistant coach. Um, and it, by the way, so I, I let uh, the assistant coach, him and his son moved in with me and lived with me for almost a year. Um, they fell on hard times. My assistant coach was in a wheelchair and he would challenge people to fights all the freaking time. And he would yell at, I'm like, dude, you got to calm down, man. Like, wh- why are you so angry? And he's like, nobody's going to fight me. I'm in a wheelchair. <laughs> like, You can't win. Um, so, and, and he's, he's right. <laughs> you can't win if you fight somebody in a wheelchair. Because you beat him up, you're the guy that beat up a guy in a wheelchair. If he whooped your ass, you got beat up by a guy in a wheelchair. But he would start arguments and fights with people, and I'd have to go up and apologize after the game all the time. Really? Yeah. I never had those assistant coaches either. Yeah. But I guess I've been I've been blessed with parents, man. I, I, I've met friends through kids who have coached their parents. Yeah. I mean, I, I know they exist because I've seen it. I just haven't had it. 410-583-1057 is the number. 915, we stormed the castle. Are the Ravens better than a healthy Bengals team? We'll talk about that. But on the other side, speaking of Ravens, reaction to the closing of the Zay Flowers investigation. We'll give you our opinion. We ask for yours up next on The Fan. 848 in the AM, Baltimore's Big Bad Morning Show on The Fan. We've posted this on social media, had lots of uh, comments on it. We'll read some of them a little bit later, but what does this the Zay Flower case right now mean for the Ravens and for Zay? Uh, has your view of him as a person changed? For those of you who aren't quite aware of what's going on, the Baltimore County Police investigation connected to Baltimore Ravens wide receiver Zay Flowers has been, quote, unquote, suspended without criminal charges, according to documents department, the department released Tuesday. The investigation, which is effectively closed, could be reopened if there are any there's any additional information according to a note dated Friday. Identifying information in the report has been uh, redacted, but it indicates Flowers declined through an attorney to be interviewed by police. The documents confirm uh, earlier uh, Baltimore Sun reporting 
about an alleged victim's report to police in Acton, Massachusetts. She told officers there was a a domestic violent incident in Owens Mills on uh, January 16th in which the suspect's brother also drew a firearm. This is all quote. She declined to name the suspect other than to say he is an NFL player and that they were all over social media as a couple. And recently we got some pictures sent to us from social media of Zay and his girlfriend at the time. We don't know what their relationship is right now. But, um, Jeremy, what does this mean for the Ravens? What does this mean to for Zay Flowers? Yeah, I, honestly, I don't, I don't know that it means anything just yet. The, the only thing that I could see happening from this, unless there's new news that comes out, it doesn't feel like it, that there's going to be, is that Zay gets a slap on the wrist and gets that one or two game suspension from the league because mm-hmm. of the shield and all that. But I still don't understand that. Like, if, if you haven't done anything wrong or if it's deemed that you didn't do anything wrong, why would you get suspended over it? Because they're telling you it's a bad look for the league that someone accused you of something that you weren't found guilty of. Now, let me partially go into the NFL's defense on okay. this. The NFL does not go by the investigation that we're reading. They conduct their own investigation, and they determine whether or not you're suspended. Allegedly, they, they determine whether you're suspended based on their investigation. However, I know there's been a time in the past but one of the investigators found nothing wrong. And the Zeke and a, yeah, yeah, and the play, they were still suspended. So that's why I said partially. They do they do conduct their own investigation. Well, you asked me, does it change your mind on Zay at all and what you've seen from him or what you know about him? Um, mind? Yeah. I'll say it again to you. I said it off air. What I know of Zay Flowers is this. He's a heck of a football player. The guy that I advocated for last year, get him the ball more. This kid can go. This kid can absolutely go. We called him a Tyreek Hill light. It's funny, but at the time we said we just don't want him to be like Tyreek Hill. Remember mm-hmm. we said that? <laughs> um, we said that about him. Zay Flowers is a guy, as a rookie, uh, was targeted 108 times, caught 77 of those for 858 yards and five touchdowns. That's what I know about Zay Flowers. That's what I think about Zay Flowers. Great football player. Thought that before this alleged happened. I think the same thing about him. I don't know the kid. I don't know. I've met him once at Jimmy's. I shook his hand, you know, and that was it. I don't know him. There's certain pro athletes that you can, you ask me about, I can tell you, no, nah, I know them. But what do you think? And it, and it may, maybe what I know about them personally, when I found this about Ray Rice, when I found out what happened in Atlantic City, I was hurt. Because I knew Ray Rice. I was hurt. Like, mm-hmm. Ray, come on, man. You're better than that. And and I'm proud of the way he's come through that. But initially, I was hurt. I don't know Zay Flowers. So I can't speak for him, speak against him. Allegations are allegations. I just want him to, you know, get right as a man and get back on the field and play football. I, I don't know him. You kind of feel the same exact way I do about this. Like, you know, we're, we're moving past it now because um, we don't have any information that, that puts us in another situation and say, hey, he does need to have this done or the Ravens need to look out. It, it seems it's, I don't want to say much ado about nothing, but realistically with the findings, that's what it's going to be. So I, I don't know that we're going to get anything other. I don't even think we're going to get the suspension from the league personally, but um, we shall see. 410-583-1057 is the number. Jeremy, this this takes us to, to um, another thing. Do we hold pro athletes 
To a higher standard. To a higher standard. Now, ask you this. If Zay Flowers started a Marvel movie, if Zay Flowers had a double platinum album, number one charted, would we be? T- would you care as much as you do Zay Flowers, the sensational rookie for the Ravens? No. Would I personally? I mean, we'd still talk about those stories. I mean, like when you're, uh, depending on what you want to bring up and which, if you want to take a look at Jonathan Majors, and you're talking about Marvel, what mm-hmm. happened to him? Like, was that just? Did he deserve to lose his career over what happened in that car? I don't know. I don't know if that's the right answer, but it feels like it. He already lost his job with Marvel, which would have set him up for the rest of his life. Um, you talk about other situations that we've had with whether it's, um, you know, the Chris Brown situation. I was just hearing about that this weekend as it was brought back up um, because of, like, I guess his tie-in with Soldier Boy. I saw an interview right. with him talking right. about what happened that night. But if you're talented, you get more opportunities in this world. We know that for a fact. Jonathan Majors is talented. He's not getting more opportunities. Well, we well I heard he got, was hard to work with, though. We got to wait to find out if he's going to get another one. But I heard, he was extre- get I heard he's extremely hard to work with. And maybe some people in Hollywood are thinking, good, now I got a reason. You never know that. And if that's what they're thinking, I'm not defending him. I'm just, that's, that's on him. But I'm just saying, maybe his situation is different. I just feel like, and maybe I'm jaded. Uh, Jeremy, because I'm in the sports world, mm-hmm. so maybe you, yeah, well, you and I do it, but you you had a that's a great point. Majors is is we got video of him being chased. Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, and, when and I read all this canceled, and again, I don't know all the information in that. When I read it, I just didn't understand why he's being like. I get it if you're upset over some of the things that happened, but mm-hmm. really, guy needs to lose his job over that and all the other. Look, when you have to answer to somebody else, and that's what it's going to be. Right. Uh, like, if you're a musician, you probably have to answer your record label. But if you're selling albums, do they care? They don't care. They don't care. Unless it's a really bad look. Like, Kanye West comes out and says some anti-Semitic things. Yeah, you're going to get dropped by some of your sponsors. It's just going to happen. We uh, storm the castle at 915. Don't go anywhere. But on the other side, what does this mean to the Ravens? What does this mean to Flowers? Has your view of him as a person changed? Baltimore's Big Bad Morning Show on the fan. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up. And your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. 